It's Bob Stroud's 145 of the Week as Bob drops the needle and some insight into one of his 45 RPM singles. Now, here's Bob Stroud. Thank you, Steve Downs. Hi, it is Bob Stroud here with my 145 of the Week. Here's what I had to choose from. The playlist from last week's 145 and 145. Monday, Substitute, The Who. That was Roger Daltrey's birthday. Tuesday, Twist and Shout, Beatles. That 45 released here in the States on that date. Wednesday, Free Ride, The Edgar Winter Group. Guitarist Ronnie Montrose died on that date in 2012. Thursday, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yes, that was the late, great Chris Squire's birthday. And Friday, 19th Nervous Breakdown, Rolling Stones. That 45 entered the U.S. Top 40 on that date in 1966. As my 145 of the week, I choose Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Now, I'm just saying that by this time in 1964, that dance craze, the twist, was old business. Chubby Checker had brought it to life in 1960 with a number one hit of the same name, and then it was re-released in late 61 when it hit number one all over again. In between, Chubby came back at us with Let's Twist Again, like we did last summer, Twistin' USA, and Slow Twistin'. I've heard of Twistin' One Up, but this is ridiculous. Then it was the Isley Brothers' turn with Twist and Shout in 1962, and that's where the Beatles got their inspiration to do their version. When the Beatles recorded their version in September of 1962, as the closing track to their UK debut album, Please Please Me, the Isley Brothers version was only four months old. So by those standards, as we say in the biz, it was still a current. The Beatles version was somewhat different than the Isley Brothers, as the Fab Four cranked up the amps and let loose. I mean, what else could they do? That's who they were, a guitar-based beat group although the Isleys laid down a blueprint that was desirable for the Beatles to follow. The main difference between the two versions is the Isleys' blaring, funky horn section. Twist and Shout was a song the Beatles perfected in the clubs, like the Cavern Club in Liverpool. It drove the fans crazy, and it was an obvious choice for inclusion on that debut album, Please Please Me. George Martin, who produced the track, had the knobs turned just right, capturing an exciting performance by the lads. Now, the story goes that this was the last song recorded for that album following a full day's marathon session of recording songs for Please Please Me. John's voice was shot at this point in time, so they knew they had just one take in which to get it. And that's exactly how they got it. One take. They even tried recording a second take just to make sure that that was the take they were going to use, but they never made it through the second take because John's voice just gave out. Twist and Shout was the only cover song the Beatles released here in the States as a single that would hit the U.S. Top 10. In fact, it gyrated itself up to number two on the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts in April of 1964, kept out of the number one spot by Can't Buy Me Love by the Beatles. As if I need another reason to pick Twist and Shout as my 145 of the week, well, there is the B-side. There's a place. A great sophisticated early John Lennon song that's filled with the appropriate amount of longing and yearning, all in under two minutes. My 145 of the week. 
Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you again next time. Be safe.